This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's Thursday, everybody. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. Hi. And uh, it is Thursday. And there's been some news going on involving Ellen DeGeneres. Perhaps you've heard. Oh, you don't say. Tell Have me you more. heard? Well, uh, just basically a continuation of the news that Ellen DeGeneres had a very has a very toxic workplace. And Bradley, uh The thing that sold me on talking about this during the show today was the one sentence you said earlier Mm. to me, which was, I was listening to an interesting podcast and I was like, put it in the show. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what happened. I listened to a podcast yesterday and it brought, I had this sort of conversation in my head as I was listening to the podcast about Ellen, how the the themes and the con uh, the topic that they had on the podcast applied to Ellen because we've been talking so much about not just that Ellen is a toxic person to work for, um, allegedly. Actually, I, I don't know that at this point we can say alleged anymore because so many people have come on the record and said that. Right. Um, but also that it was just a toxic workplace. Um, so I was having this sort of side conversation in my head. And the podcast, just really quickly, is um, on the media. And it's a wonderful... It's actually Holly gave me the recommendation for this podcast. Oh, um, so good. It's it's from um, WNYC Studios. They basically are talking about the media. And a lot of times they talk about stuff from a, a different vantage point that we can totally relate to. Right. So like anybody who's interested in pop culture and just the media writ large would be, um, you know, fascinated by it. this particular episode dealt with um, making it, the title is called Making Sense of Cancel Culture. Um And that's been another conversation that's been sort of sitting out there, right? And I was like, so what, to what extent is cancel culture and the Ellen story intersecting, if at all? Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, you can make your own judgments. People can listen to the episode and hear what they think, um, or not hear what they think, think about what they hear Mm -hmm. and draw their own conclusions. Um, But I did think it was fascinating, right? And it gave me a little bit of pause to like, really define what actually we are talking about when it comes to this Ellen story. We're not just talking about, I think, Colleen, and feel free to correct um, you know, me saying uh, this if you disagree, but we're not saying that um, we take any glee in reporting these stories about Ellen because she's a bad person mm-hmm. or that Ellen is just needs to go away forever and never do the Ellen thing anymore. Mm-hmm. It's much more about the story itself. Well, it's a, to me, I'm sorry, it's about the fact that it's so antithetical to the for the the public facing persona that yeah. Ellen has created, which Such is a one dichotomy. of dichotomy. Exactly, which is one of kindness, one of 
um, generosity, one of compassion. When you hear stories about her laughing as her subordinates are um, yelled at and ridiculed by another superior, that tells a different story than the Ellen that we see on the television. And that is interesting. And also the people that she employs have been accused of doing some pretty heinous things, which are completely, to your point, antithetical to the notion that we have of Ellen. And we are in this space. We talked a little bit about this yesterday. We are in this space now with Ellen and celebrities um, in general that we're not willing to sort of, you know, accept whatever they're feeding us despite news accounts journalism to the contrary right Right. like we kind of want some authenticity this particular moment is like screaming out in the world for authenticity and genuine um like we just want to feel good about the things that make us feel good Mm -hmm. and we're a little concerned that sometimes things might be a little too good to be true and it's not to say that ellen needs to go away um you know, go bye bye in the car car, but this this episode of um, making se- of on the media about making sense of cancel culture really gives you a chance to sort of like think through what really is cancel culture, what really does it mean to have a disagreement or a conversation on social media anymore, and you know, I think it totally is perfectly timed for the Ellen experience we're going through. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, it's, and and so many other experiences, but applying it to the Ellen experience, that is, uh, to me, I feel like, and just to take it one step further and go down sort of the rabbit hole of why we are so fascinated in general with pop culture and Hollywood gossip, because we get asked that from time to time. Um, it is, we do not have a shallow relationship with the stories that we tell. Um, Ellen DeGeneres seems like a pretty low stakes place to kind of map out your own moral opinion. So, you know, I don't think that I think everybody everybody has some relationship with Ellen DeGeneres in the sense that everybody knows who she is. Mm -hmm. Right. We all know the product she's pushing to us. And when I say product, I don't mean like Clorox bleach. I mean, Ellen DeGeneres. The product that is being presented to us Mm -hmm. is a product that is a kind, compassionate person, generous person, and wants to inspire all of us to be that. So what we're doing when we're watching this Ellen thing unfold is, I think, stepping back and taking like a moral inventory of where we each stand in that. That's why we're fascinated by pop culture. Now, cancel culture is a knee-jerk reaction to somebody doing something that you don't like, to me. That's sort well, of and actually, my again, I, takeaway. I, 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 if you do get a chance to listen to this episode, you should, because that, that is par- a part of the conversation, which is to say that there is a legitimate need to sort of deconstruct, like, like the culture, if we think of the Me Too movement, the culture is not willing in this, or hadn't been willing in this moment. Let me back it up. Yeah. In terms of the Me Too movement, institutions were not dealing with the problem. So the culture started to deal with the problem. Mm -hmm. So if people aren't going to be fired, people aren't going to be held accountable for their behavior, like Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby, all 
because those people weren't being held accountable by institutions now, of course, because of Me Too and because of, the, you know, the events that have passed, some of those institutions have finally started to deal with the issue. But be, but the conversation about cancel culture really is, well, institutions weren't dealing with the problem, so culture began to. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, if you're not going to rectify the situation, well, then I'm going to need to withhold my support, financial, fan, you know, Right. Whatever it is for the individual or the the audience to say, well, I can hold that person accountable by not consuming the thing that they're producing. And what's interesting is now with Ellen, we're sort of in a next stage of this storyline where we're seeing all of the celebrities hopping to her defense. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And yesterday we just saw the latest person to come out. You'll remember a couple of them are a little problematic. Read. Ash- Diane Keaton and Ashton Kutcher for that mm-hmm. for Ashton that matter. Kutcher. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. now add to that list Jay Leno, which you know Jay Leno. Uh, I don't know that this was his moment. Can I just put it that way? Yeah. I mean, I mean, he he. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say he tweeted his support of Ellen, so he's added his name to the list of people like Diane Keaton, Ashton Kutcher, but also Katy Perry, and as um the the tweet. Uh, he put out yesterday says, I don't discard a 40-year friendship on hearsay. The Ellen I know has raised over $125 million for charity and has always been a kind and decent person. I fully support her, Jay Leno. <laughs> he also signs a tweet with oh, his name. Honey. Oh, my gosh. Which just tells you how often Jay probably tweets, tweets on his own. Exactly. Anyway, um, so that happened. And I instantly just thought, ooh, just from like... Ooh, for a number of reasons, Jay, not your best moment, right? Because you'll remember the last time we talked about Jay Leno publicly, it had to do with Gabrielle Union mm-hmm. and some allegations she made that Jay made a um, a racist joke in in between taping of an episode of um, Is It America's Got Talent? That's the show she was on, right? Yes. Yes. I yeah. always get that confused with the X Factor. But yes. Um, yeah, so he's, I mean, he has not shown himself to always be the best voice in the room. It's just like, if those are the people stepping up right now, that's a little, like, that tells you something, doesn't it? It does. And I can't get out of my head this tweet that Holly sent to us yesterday, which when you actually apply it to all the people who have stepped out and said something, tells you a story. Uh, the tweet, Holly, why don't you, can you read us the tweet that you sent us? Yeah, this is from a person who goes by the Twitter handle Kia Speaks. This is what she had to say about Jay Leno's statement on Ellen. She said, as someone who does digital strategy, I can recognize a digital campaign when I see one. These fools received a, quote, I love Ellen toolkit via Google Drive full of tweets they could copy and paste. And here we are. And that to me, it's like really, if you read through all of the supportive tweets, yep. you're like, oh, this was prescribed. This was prescribed. It probably said something like, say something about your own personal relationship with Ellen and then, you know, show your support of Ellen. It's like, it is so cookie cutter. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, literally, if you go back, because so you tweeted this to us, Holly, and then I, I go back because she, you know, quotes that particular tweet. Um, and <laughs> and literally, if you read it with the, the idea that he copy pasted, it's totally it's totally plausible. 
You know, like he and also just think to yourself, Jay Leno sitting down to just show some support for Ellen organically would not require math. And by that, I mean, the math in this particular email is a 40 year friendship. Okay, so you could say he could kind of pull that out of nowhere, like we've been friends for what? I don't know, 40 years. Mm -hmm. But then you get to like he. Um, she, the Ellen I know has raised over $125 million for charity. That's somebody gave him that number. Oh, absolutely. Like, he he wasn't just Googling. nobody has that number. And right. it's not like his people had that number. Her people did. So clearly, to this woman's point, um, they were sent these like sort of probably boilerplate tweets mm-hmm. to like, you know, insert name here, insert then, length of relationship he here. Inserted his name twice. Yeah, not exactly. understanding how Twitter works. Jay Leno, but but use right? but use your own voice. So in Jay he wants Leno's us to case, know it's Jay Leno's. So voice. in Jay Leno's case, sign your tweet, Jay Leno. In Kevin Hart's case, and his tweet has a very similar tone to Ooh, Jay I didn't Leno's. See his. Well, his statement on Instagram, okay. where you know he said, "I've known Ellen for years, and she's one of the do- dopest people on the planet." He uses uh, his, his voice. voice in order to express the same sentiments. And to your guys' point, Diane Keaton also shared her support on Instagram, and she did it in her own voice by typing in all caps. Oh, my gosh. And then you just got to think about, like, the intern who's, like, trying to find the people who will tweet these things and doesn't know the lengthy history of those people, right? So, like, doesn't know that Diane Keaton has supported... Yeah, like Woody Allen or doesn't like know who's that coming Ash- up yeah. with this list. The worst person in the world because they're not thinking through everything. They're, sp- you know, which makes you wonder if it's like Portia de Rossi, like, oh, <laughs> Ellen would or, you know, we need to get um, Jay. Jay really loves you. And oh, let's get Diane Keaton. She really loves you. Like clearly somebody not with Ellen's best interest at heart, which is actually uh, the point needs to be made at this point. This story is going to continue every day. A new celebrity will come out. Yep. We will point out why that's you know yep. irrelevant or problematic. Um, until Ellen steps forward and makes a statement in some way that appears to address what's actually going on yeah, beyond a, what she's already done. Exactly. A real statement. Not yeah, like, like a, a real... PR polished state statement that says i'm aware of this stuff and i'm horrified by it no show up and have a real conversation it's a real human being yeah about what's really uh, going on not statement conversation is a better word because a conversation to have in real you know she needs to uh, you want us to believe that your personality is authentic show us that in this moment yeah and don't address like see this is the mistake i hope she doesn't make which is to find, because there are people who just want to, like, pile on, yeah. right? Destroy Ellen. Because there's people out there to do that to anybody on any given day of the week on social media. You can always tell what a... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Person's virtues um, or um, intentions are in, in moments like these with who they're responding to. Because are they responding to people who are not legitimately criticizing her? Are they just, is she just responding to people with their hair on fire? Right. Because that says she doesn't want to have the real conversation. Mm -hmm. But instead, if she sits down with people who are having a real criticism. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It is a dirt alert. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello, friends. Let's Hi. go out to California right away, shall we? Um, Let's do it. Okay, so Jennifer, Jennifer Garner and her CEO boyfriend have reportedly split up. <gasps> so this oh, guy no. is the chairman of the Cali Group. Um, it's a burger chain, Cali Burger. They own that and then maybe some other things too. And apparently they split up before... COVID-19 hit the United States. They split up before L.A. went into lockdown. Um, one source saying that they remain on friendly terms, so there's a possibility that they could rekindle their relationship in the future. Um, but right now it's over. Right. What is... Okay, one, we might I'm get sorry. Back to we that have to have... Yeah, we need to have like a little Team Cobra moment. <laughs> like, where did that come from? Who's the source? It's yeah, him, who right? told you that, Elizabeth? This yeah. is coming... Um, this is a source who told In Touch Weekly, so just take that with what okay. you will. Well, no, somebody told that it's. We're trying to figure out if it was his side or her side, and I think it was his. I think so too. But that so that's number one. Number two. Why are we just finding this out now? Why is this important for us to know now? Well, it's kind of interesting because now we're seeing photos of Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Garner on the beach together, oh. and there's speculation from TMZ that these two may be getting a little bit flirty. They Which, she's by the way, to that's a publicationship. Yeah, I think so too. By the oh god, I just want to be real cynical right now. I, I mean, what well, come on, America come on. in 2020. <laughs> it's just you never know what's going to happen. So Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Garner hanging out on the beach together, but it's sort of like a funny beach setup because of Bradley's course, out and it's going to be totally relatable. <laughs> yeah, Bradley's out there shirtless in his swim trunks, and then his little daughter appears to be with them. And then Jennifer Garner is wearing like a skirt and a cardigan. Um, okay. Well, can this we is... just talk about how this is such a publationship experience? Oh I my mean... gosh. And then there they are spotted together with just a little looking girl. like a happy little family yeah. together. I am happy that TMZ blurred out the face of the little girl. I like, am too. I feel like love. that's I feel like there's a like well, I feel I'm like sure. there's been some litigation around that. Yeah, and guess what? That needs to continue. I just saw photos again of Surrey Cruz, who's fourteen years old. Yeah. Yes. And she walks around New York City like a normal 14-year-old in New York, and she just gets stalked. And I just do not think that they should be allowed to take photos of her. She's 14. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure that Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Garner sent them the photos. Oh, for sure. That were pre-blurred. <laughs> also, can we... All, one final thing. I feel like they didn't get their wardrobe, like... No, it's very weird. Like That's what he I told you. Said, the outfit's weird. He said, wear a swimsuit, and she read sweater. Sweater. I mean, it's just very... That's not... 
And I love how there's can even do a photo of her like looking off to the like. Is that a popper rock? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice, I know. nice, Jennifer. I don't get it. Jennifer Garner, Bradley Cooper. That would be a cute couple, though. I do like that idea. It's not real. Just don't get married to it because it's not real. But, you know, we might enjoy it for a while, but it won't be real. And thank you for tipping us off to a new uh, line of, you know, investigation here on the Colleen Bradley Show. I know know exactly what to feed you. I know what you like. Gwyneth Paltrow, we're calling unease and unrest in her marriage to Chris Martin. So she did a new interview with British Vogue, and here's what she said. We just didn't quite fit together. But man, did we love our children. Between the day that I knew and the day we finally relented to tell the truth, we tried everything. We did not want to fail. We didn't want to let anyone down. We desperately didn't want to hurt our children. We didn't want to lose our family. Um, And that they would just try to figure out these questions Mm. of how they were going to move forward, where the kids were going to sleep, how they were going to explain it to them and all of that. She did say that um, the phrase conscious uncoupling was introduced to them by their therapist. They famously used somebody else under the bus in their split uh, statement. And she said, uh, we, when we made a commitment to approach our separation this way, and about a year before we introduced the phrase to the world, we put it to the test. It was hit and miss. We had great days and terrible days, days when we couldn't stand each other, but forced ourselves to remember what we were aiming for. Um, yeah, guess what? Even when you're married, there's days when you can't stand each other. That's like how it is. I, welcome when to the married, world. You know. Even when you're not married and you do a radio show with someone. Yeah, that's just Shh, Just kidding. I love you, Bradley. She always, she no, no mode right over that. She always, it's, you know, <laughs> she always has to tell a story. So yes. she's always going to give us the best scenario possible. And it's been fully edited. Yeah. For and her then, purposes. And now it's more imperfect because that's what's mm-hmm. in vogue. Right. And she's trying yes. to be relatable. But oh, she she Elizabeth Reese, thank you for me. nourishing <laughs> us with that beautiful <laughs> meal of pop culture. We'll continue guys. to nourish you. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we need somebody to play our 30 second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 right here on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? Who's on the phone today, Holly? We have Molly. Molly's on the line, and what is Molly playing for? Molly is playing for a big one of these. A MyTalk 1071 t-shirt. Okay, Molly, are you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? I am ready. Fabulous. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Jennifer Garner starred on what ABC action drama? Alias. Darius Rucker was the singer for what rock band? Hootie and the Blowfish. Katy Perry is engaged to which actor? Orlando Bloom. What was Cameron Diaz's last film appearance? Oh, um, pass. The sun will come out. Tony Danza starred on what 80s sitcom? Who's the Boss? What was Cameron Diaz's last film appearance? Okay, um, Bad Teacher? Oh, oh, Annie. Oh, rats. (laughs) Let's give it to Molly. We're giving it to Molly. Congratulations, Molly. 
you won the 30-second pop culture challenge. Thank you for playing. And the rest of you who did not get to play today, if you're jealous of Molly, you wish you had a T-shirt, it's all good. You can do it tomorrow. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Okay. Now that we uh, got through all those questions, Molly did such a great job. We can move on to solve some mysteries. We do that in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Hot gossip. Here's our first celebrity gossip mystery. Try to solve this, Colleen and Bradley. Apparently, one thing that caught the attention of the investigators who raided the home of this YouTube star from a YouTube family is a plan for a bank robbery like an Ocean's Eleven robbery. What? Were they going to film it too? Mm. Was it just for show? Oh, that's a Jake Paul Paul. situation. Y'all, that story, I mean, it's no joke. That raid was no joke. No. Yeah, well, it it was a multiple city experience, right? And they took away a bunch of guns. Yeah. Um, One wonders... Okay, so you do a bank robbery, but here's the thing. And you film it for, like, you know, views, presumably. Mm-hmm. So everybody sees you rob a bank and then you go to jail? Yeah. Like, wh- I don't... Walk me through what the I, potential I know that that thought process is. I, he Somebody might want to check and see if his prefrontal cortex ever formed. Yeah. yeah. I don't, don't even know. No is sense. he old enough to that for that to happen? Yeah. What? He's over 21. He's 23. Well, okay, so maybe we haven't... I mean... There might be some arrested development. It's tenderoni. (laughs) Oh, yikes. I I was looking at an article about that raid, the raid of Jake Paul's home in Calabasas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that they found multiple firearms there. Yeah. And there's literally a picture, probably taken by a drone, of his hot tub in the back patio area with just a big semi-automatic rifle like leaned up against it like no yeah like nbd i I have a semi-automatic rifle exactly just kicking it in the hot tub you know with my honeys and this gun well this was very strange allegedly or people assume this was in connection with uh you know his appearance at a shopping center during some riots right going back last month yeah and he was at a shopping center and he stole some vodka or somebody saw him stealing vodka looting the pf changs yep looting the pf changs sounds like a euphemism for (laughs) i don't know something yeah nothing 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 good yeah nothing good no (laughs) so we'll move on from that nothing good scenario to another celebrity gossip mystery. Here we go. This back in the day, A-list tweener actress who has hovered at around B-plus list during her adult years was just told she was too old to play the single love interest mm. and now would have to play moms who fall in love. Now she says she, now she's a mother, but apparently went into a rage and said she looks a decade younger than she is. Oh, is that Lizzie McGuire? She has a name. I always forget it, though. <laughs> I have no um, idea who Lizzie McGuire yeah, is. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I mean, I know who Lizzie McGuire is, but yeah. I don't know her name. Her, her name is Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I do know that name. Yes. Oh, I, honey. So, honey. Oh, we've Hillary. talked about her before in Blind Eyes, oh, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Hillary Duff was just told that she was too old to play the single love interest, which is one issue, which is an actual issue. 
and that she would have to play moms who fall in love. Now, Hillary Duff is mom, but apparently went into a rage and said she looks a decade younger than she is, probably influencing some of her social media posts. Oh, she's showing off her fitness. I mean, good honor. Yeah, I, I can I I don't I understand that in Hollywood age is a little bit different than the rest of the world. Right. In the sense that there is a point at which you do kind of unfortunately, and I'm not saying it's right, expire in Hollywood or there's like an invisible you know, period of time. Right, because yeah. in the real world, oh, Hillary Duff is only 32 years old, right. which would be a completely appropriate age to be playing a single gal uh-huh. looking for love. But in Hollywood years, that's not that's not a great window. She's a grandma. Yeah, yeah that's not a great She's window to live in. She's Stapleton. Um, and so I, I don't want to, but I, there's, I, I will never understand that messaging of like age is bad. Right. Because it's not. Except for that I understand that the lens she looks through is through the Hollywood lens. And yes, then age would be bad because you're not getting jobs. But in general, it just, uh, whatever. (sighs) Best of luck to you, Hillary Duff. Yeah. Congrats on your fitness. Yay. Fitness. Mm -hmm. Fitney. Fitney. Uh, Here's another celebrity gossip mystery for you to nosh on. Apparently, the expatriate royal had a chance to go surfing with some actor friends from his home country that live in Los Angeles, <sighs> but apparently he was told he couldn't or shouldn't go. Uh, uh Harry. Prince Harry. Yeah. Yeah. He just but, like, why go. would he think he could? I have no idea. So, apparently, Prince Harry had a chance to go surfing with some of his actor friends from the UK that live in LA, but Harry was told that he couldn't and shouldn't go. I mean, he could By put whom? on a mask. <laughs> I'm, true. Yeah. I don't know. He just That's what I want to know. It's like, who laid the smackdown on that? I feel like there are any number of individuals who probably advised him that, hey, maybe it's not a good look. Yeah. To- and as, as much as they've made this public split from the family, that does not mean that they're split, you know, completely from the right, he's you know, still expectations and, uh, you know institution of of which he's still a member right right and particularly at this time when i think managing optics is probably high for them because that tell all well not tell all book but that book is coming out uh finding freedom about prince harry and Meghan markle and even though they said that they have not officially given interview thank you and when every time (laughs) plausible deniability like we didn't give an official interview Mm -hmm. in any way no we gave a lot of unofficial ones though okay (laughs) hey Hey. all righty Yeah, and you know, interestingly enough, just an observation on Finding Freedom, every time that you read a People.com exclusive article about that book, mm-hmm. it has an affiliate link going directly to oh, the book. Don't even get me started. There was another affiliate link I just saw yesterday, and I was like, I'm too tired of these stories. I'm not even bringing this to us. But it was about something Priyanka Chopra is uh, selling or advertising for, and people totally included a bunch of like uh, commercial links for it. And I just thought, my gosh, People Magazine has completely removed any... And look, in this moment, I don't blame companies for trying to do things in different ways to make money. But they didn't even, at that article, they didn't even acknowledge that that's what they were doing. Priyanka Chopra reveals how she's kept a sense of normalcy with family while social distancing. That's the headline. Priyanka Chopra, uh, who frequently... Oh, wait, who's, who's recently teamed up with hard seltzer brand Bon Vive. 
yep. has been enjoying socially distanced lunches of late. No, yep. and I believe that there's complete some, with a picture. There's a link, I think, further down where you can go to that website and buy some stuff. Yeah, but oh, well, they used to. People would say at the top, like anything that we make in return. Now I don't even think they're obligated to do that because they're not making a direct return on any purchase you make, but their business increases when they have stars pushing products in their pages. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Interesting. Oh, now, now, you know, maybe a workaround around that, not putting the affiliate link, is that interestingly enough, at the, at the bottom of this article about Priyanka Chopra and her cocktailing during the time of covid comes with a public service statement at the end of the article yes oh yeah talking about covid19 so so they can like plausible deniability like this is actually a public service announcement experience oh my exactly. gosh okay oh and then i'm sorry i clicked through now they're getting money from me but um and they're on the cover of this bon vive brunching with bon vive and it's Priyanka Chopra photoshopped on a picture of a brunch behind her. And it looks like she's sitting on the pancakes. When what? we come back, on the, I'm dead serious. Uh, when we come back here, I'm going to put the link up oh, so you can look but, at I it. I mean, her kitchen is beautiful and so is she. I mean, lucky looks her. Delightful. And they are oh, donating some yeah. stuff to charity, which is why I was like, you know, good luck to them. Look but... at us trying to be nice and like showing all the good things they're Whatever. doing. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Brian Austin Green. Ooh. He is button hurt. We'll tell you about it after this on My Talk 1071. Holly, this is the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer. Hi. And ooh. Whoa. Brian Austin Green. We should really just make that an opening for any time celebrities are acting <laughs> shady on social media because such a, mm, Brian Austin Green, or Bag, as people lovingly refer to him oh, as. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, B-A-G. Or Bag, if you're from Minnesota. Bag. Bag. Yes, exactly. Um, he is still butthurt, if you will, over Megan Fox leaving him clearly in the dust. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. Um, to one... Machine Gun Kelly. I don't, I, anyway. I still don't get it, I don't, but go on. I know. I don't either. But you'll remember she posted earlier in the week this Instagram photo of uh, the two of them standing in front of a mirror looking all sexy. With and, towels uh, around their waists, as towels. though to say, we don't have on anything underneath this, which means our genitalia was exposed. Ew. What? That's what's happening. Okay. So with that picture in your mind. <laughs> Then you have the caption, achingly beautiful boy, my heart is yours. Knife, black heart, knife. Which I don't know what that means. Somebody tell me what that means because it seems kind of 
violet. I don't know, they're weird. It just I seems don't... really emo. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like black hearts. Okay, anyway, so she posted that whatever. She's entitled. But then get this. I said Brian Austin Green was butt hurt, So he goes and posts a picture of their children, four photos of their sons. Three of them are Megan's, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I don't know who considers these children theirs. Um, I'm just using TMZ's words. Um, so four of his sons in an Instagram photo. And then Brian Austin Green's caption mm-hmm. is achingly beautiful boys Uh, my heart is yours okay so actually you know what's really interesting this actually advances uh a conversation holly and i had while you were away which is which is that we very quickly saw brian austin green go from out and about having tacos with busty ladies to yeah. busty frolicking Ladies. on beaches with his children and what that says to me is there is there is a conscious shift in the messaging he's trying to put out there to yeah. make him look like the dad the yeah. present father and make her look like the one that abandoned her children so absolutely because clearly somebody got to him who knows what the heck they're doing when it comes to celebrity careers again when Colleen and I are done with this experience, we are going to open up a business that, well, I mean, can't we do this at the same time? Yeah, well, Call us celebrities. So. You can hire us on, on the side. Um, we will give you advice on how to live your life because any boob uh, to to bring up that body part yet again, um, Busty, mm-hmm. that thought it was a good idea in this moment to be, to show up on the arm of Courtney Stodden and then Tina Louise and then get caught up in all that drama. Like, he looked like a total fool. Right. Therefore, somebody got to him and said, you know, maybe you should just, like, be, you know. And I'm not saying any of this is real. I'm just saying in terms of celebrity optics, mm-hmm. better to be the doting family man, the doting father, in a moment when your ex, if you are clearly sour about the situation, which he clearly is. 1,020%. Then try to, like, quote, look the better person mm-hmm. while she's over there doing her thing. You don't need to have shady Instagram posts for the rest of us to do math, Brian Austin Green. And the fact that you're doing the math for us just makes you look kind of petty, right? A hundred percent. And, you know, so part of what um, prompted that earlier conversation that we had to your point about like look every bit the family man yeah was a conversation he had on dax holt's podcast yeah dax holt used to write for tmz he used to be uh, he used to be featured on jason's show i think weekly um anyway he he had a, a conversation with brian austin green where brian austin green tried to like explain away what really happened with Courtney Stodden and with Tina Louise. And basically like, he was like, you know, I had no idea that Instagram was basically like a dating website until I was single. And then all these women were instant messaging me. And he said up until then, and here's where we, you know, the family man comes in, right? Mm -hmm. Up until then, my Instagram was just like, you know, 
dad stuff and my kids, pictures of my kids and like pictures of the things that I'm a dad. I'm just like a nerdy dad. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And so what he was trying to make it sound like was he was like the victim of these busty ladies who showed up in his DMs. But he's really he's just a family guy. What I also loved, because I I didn't listen to the podcast, I will admit, but I did read the report of the report on that particular episode where um, wherein he had his like thinly veiled like, oh, what? Feigning ignorance about people and the Internet. Mm -hmm. Like, welcome to 2020. Excuse me. You were in a hot tub with Courtney Stodden. You knew exactly what was going on and Mm -hmm. you wanted some and you didn't want to get caught because you're a man. It's a long story. We don't have time to litigate Mm -hmm. it here. But the thing that stood out to me in that particular uh, conversation was first of all he tried to act like he didn't know who Courtney Stodden was mm-hmm. like it wasn't until a friend was like um, do you know what you've got and that was the other thing because then it was like this whole thing about do you know what you got yourself into meaning do you know how much of a hot mess she is mm-hmm. so now you're doubling down on on blaming her for your own bad behavior yeah. or I don't even think it's bad behavior just your choices well and i do right like i want to sit with that and think about that think about what that says about how brian austin green wants to position himself as a man in this situation and how his doing that positions the women in his life right well yeah think about this do the math i mean you're doing it we're Mm -hmm. doing it to the audience do it he just used his children to get a dig in at his ex-wife yeah mm-hmm. and making that it look like everything she's you just, need to know she is just a, you know a, a, a mom who abandoned her children in favor of you know getting sexy with machine gun kelly and hard Which, emojis i mean i don't have i, I, I don't. D- don't we we can't we don't have <laughs> we literally don't have time but it's all true just keep your eye on it that's all I we're mean, seeing just, just and us and keep know your what's ears going on. on us. Keep your eyes on that. Your ears on us. We will be back. And when we do come back, here's the question we have for you. You have to do without one. Internet, running water, or electricity. Which one do you choose and why? 651-641-1071. After this on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. 